This is the OCML Podcast. Enjoy local music. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 70 of the OCML Podcast, and we are doing things a little differently today, and this is a dual podcast with the Indecent Exposure Podcast. So I'm joined by the host, uh, Kevin McMahon. How's it going? What's up, dude? This is cool. First of all, all right, so I've been doing my podcast for like pushing three years now. It, it the setup's not like this. Right? <laughs> like I'm, 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 I got a little cocky for a little bit, like going around and doing it, and oh yeah, like like this is this isn't that hard because I'm a moron. Like like I'm a fucking <laughs> moron, dude. Like it it really is amazing that like I I, I do have a podcast. Um, but it's simple <laughs> gear and it's simple shit, and you guys got a team, you've got support. Um, yeah. I'm very envious, man. I'm, I'm v- and very humbled that uh, you let us roll through here, dude. Really. Absolutely. I mean, you know, most people wouldn't even reach out. And two, why wouldn't we do this? You know, your podcast is Chicago, we're Southern California. Like, yeah, man. You know? yeah. Don't people want to hear what we have to say over there? I think so. Um, I I think so too, especially <laughs> since uh, so many Chicago motherfuckers bounce out this way. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding, huh? Yeah, there's not a whole lot of people uh, leaving LA to go to Shy, especially right now when uh, when they're <laughs> about the to get they're, dude, they're about to get dumped on hard, like fifteen inch, ten fifteen inches or some shit. Oh man! Um, and we're we're out here and it's have you have you ever 85. even seen snow? Do you know? What <laughs> yeah, snow I grew looks up like? in Colorado. Oh, so. word. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm loving not being in that. I do miss it occasionally, but you just go to the mountains and throw a couple snowballs. And then you're over it. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're like, oh, this was fun. This will melt off my shoe before I, uh, before I leave get home. base camp. And then I'll whatever. be at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be 70. Oh, man, it's great. Uh, well, dude, um, also just uh, get these cocksuckers uh, a voice over here. Um, made sure we uh, <laughs> make sure made sure we brought uh, the RSR boys for all my IEP faithful that uh, listen to Indecent Exposure. Um, we got uh, Mr. Aaron Martinez. What's happening? And Mr. Drew Depke. I guess. <laughs> and then uh yeah you same i got uh i got kevin martins hello color commentator and then uh <laughs> david martinez yo what's up um you're really far away from the mic that's what's up we, yo what's up oh, we there some, we go we got, some gear, we got some gear sharing going on uh in the studio oh, yeah um <laughs> we should we should make it a very very big point to um let all of uh your listeners know that we are one shy um uh, so uh, the reason that John and I hooked up uh, was, um, you know, uh, we're in this project called Rebel Soul Revival out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, it's just ballsy, blues-driven rock and roll. And um, we uh, we spent like four months DIYing a fucking tour uh, that was going to take us um, from Illinois down to Nashville, uh, cutting cutting through America's heartland, uh, and then uh, <laughs> dipping down into Texas, and then rolling through the through the Southwest up uh, into the Bay Area, and then um, heading back east. Uh, it was going to put us uh, started out at like six weeks and kind of got like slowly diminished down to five. And again, especially when you're doing it on your own, um, as I'm sure a lot of your listeners would understand, um, things fall into place, things work out. You try to, all right, how, how can I maybe try doing some press? What what can we do to actually utilize this fucking time that like we're going to be out there? Like not just sitting at the goddamn bar. Like like if, if, if this is all we have to do for the day, like how do we do it right? And um, it sucks. Oh my god, it's so hard to do. <laughs> it's dude, it, it took it took it took four of us, man, like four months to really like knock this shit out. And um and one of the things that I was entrusted in was was press. 
and uh, and we uh, you know that's that's how that's how you and I kind of hooked up here. Yeah. And um, and you guys were so kind enough to toss up uh, a couple of fucking dates, man, which is so cool. We're so yeah. excited to uh, rock the Carmen Bar uh, on uh, February 9th uh, and Fourth um, Street Market on uh, Sunday the 11th. Yeah, it's um, going to be a good time. And uh, so anyway, um, you know we we. We get hooked up and and we're we're looking forward to chatting with you guys, whatever. Um, so we hit the road and uh, our our frontman and guitarist uh, band leader really uh, broke his fucking leg in Nashville on day two of the <laughs> oh, tour. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> um, All right, go go further into that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what what caused well, the uh, we had the a break. we had, we had an off day. Uh, and, <laughs> Everybody's smiling. Yeah. On this <laughs> end. As, soon as, as soon as we're like, go further in. What else, are we, dude? Just what else smile. are we gonna do? Like you know, um, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's a drag, and and you know he's he's. I mean, this band doesn't exist without that guy. Uh, his name's Matt Keen. If I haven't said that already, um, uh, Drew and I have been playing music with him on and off for Jesus over ten fucking years, and. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we had an off day in Nashville. We were about we were packing up the van to head to Little Rock because uh, we were trying to split the trip uh, between Nashville and Tulsa. Um, and uh, fucking tequila and skateboards don't mix, man. No, they no, just don't. They never have. And, How did I know? And, How uh, did I know? And so we 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 got him in the van, and uh, you know. I took a look at the thing and I'm just like, all right, well, high ankle sprains can really fucking hurt, you know. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get some ice on this and like see what happens. And dude, the second we got the bag of ice on his leg, and he was just like making sounds that you just don't want to fucking like listen to, you know. <laughs> and uh, and and it shit got real, so we fucking took him to uh, an urgent care, and um, he ended up uh, busting uh, his fibia, his tibia, and damn near rupturing all the ligaments that held all that no. shit together. So we had to fly him home to Chicago the next morning for emergency surgery, or else they said that he was going to have a hard time like walking down the road if we didn't really get that knocked out. Um, so uh, we, the three of us, had like a come to Jesus moment, and uh, and it, I'll be honest with you, man. Um, like I, I, I was read. I thought we needed to go home. I mean, um, for those of you who have seen RSR live, um, the the thing that really gets me off about this band is the show, like actually putting on a show, and um, and the energy and the fucking charisma that Matt Keen has is really un- unparalleled, and. Um, and I have a lot of responsibilities in the city. Before we started rolling, um, you know, I was expressing that I, I run a brewery called Geno's Brewing Company uh, in 500 North LaSalle in Chicago, Illinois. It's uh, right in the River North neighborhood of the city. And um, and I'm very fortunate that um, I'm out here doing this, But I uh, and ownership was uh, a- a- allowing me to fucking live this shit out uh, and go on tour with a fucking rock band. Um, and I just wasn't sure if I, if I needed to get back to that responsibility. And, um, we all just talked about it and was like, Jesus, man, like, like we said earlier, we spent four months putting this thing together. We're here. Drew and I have both fronted our our bands of our own and worked together in other bands in the past. So we just, I mean, we've, anytime we've been in the van, we've been learning lyrics and, um, getting sets down and making sure that our um, our portfolio is still being um, touched in all aspects, and we're showing the versatility that we have as a project, but also keeping the essence of the band, which is probably.
probably the hardest part about this again the the showmanship and charisma that keen has up on stage man is it's hard and uh hard to 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 replicate unless it's just fucking coming out of you organically and um but we're holding it together man we're like we're so we're, we're doing so right. like how how did that decision come together was it like uh you know, a whole day, or was it like a twenty-minute powwow? Or? It, was, it was probably like we're the 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 four of us were in the van. We had just gotten Matt out of uh, of his room um, at the urgent care, and Drew stayed in with him the whole time. Uh, and he was saying that he was just like super adamant that we had to keep going. And um, when the four of us were sitting in the van talking about it, he he didn't miss a beat, man. We get once once we got his crippled ass in there, <laughs> um, he he was just like, "All right, boys. Um, well, here's what I'm gonna do, and uh, I'm gonna shoot you this. I'm gonna get you this information. I'm gonna you know because we all kind of book dates here and yeah. there, sprinkled throughout, and um, it didn't he didn't even bat an eye about making sure that we went out and um, yeah, we just it was maybe I don't know twenty minutes. It felt like a lot longer, but it was probably <laughs> just like twenty minutes. Figured well, out a little shit at that point. I don't think you can really go home. No, man. You know? No, I mean, well, and that was the other thing. It's like, you know, if we were out here, fuck no. But like, we were only <laughs> like six hours away from Chicago. We were still in Nashville. So, um, but I'm, I can't, I, I got to be honest with you, man. Um, and I don't want, know if I can speak for these guys because uh, Aaron's a fucking road dog. He's been on multiple tours. Um, but this has been amazing. And I'm so glad that we decided to fucking soldier on. Uh, it's been it's been so fun so far, but we got a long way to go still. Yeah. Well. What, so. So. What was the uh, um, the best part of the trip so far? <sighs> Dude, hanging with these fucking savages. To be honest with you. Speak for yourself, Kevin. <laughs> All the smiles and blushes came out. Hey, if you if you're gonna use your big boy voice, you gotta speak in the I mic. Said, speak for yourself, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's probably a good question for these guys. Um, what are you digging? Just getting out of Chicago, um, playing music in different spots, uh, meeting new people. Um, What's your favorite spot to play at or have played at? Um, Come on. Talk, oh, sorry. The, damn uh, thing, man. the California area. I just like the vibes out here. Um, played, um, what was that bar called? Or no, venue. Uh Where at? Um, it was in Anaheim, the Boardwalk. Hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. No. Doesn't ring a bell. That was a cool boardwalk. venue. The Chain Boardwalk. Reaction. No, it's in... That's obviously not the Boardwalk. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's that little bar off of, like, Catella, right? Um, I don't know what street it's off of, but they just have a... They just have Jesus a cool Christ. vibe there. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking killing me, dude. Hey, the mic moves closer, too. You can... <laughs> Look at that! Oh! <laughs> um, I retract my statement about hanging out with these two. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I still love you, boys. Um, Drooper, what are you digging? The, see, here's the thing. The, the reason that the transition um, of losing you Matt... You see how you're asking me a question and then continues to talk? <laughs> well, because, because Drew, Drew's shouldering a shitload of the load for like singing now, and his he's really just the guitar player with Mystique, so he doesn't he doesn't really like being questioned about things. But it sounds like Nolan. What? <laughs> doesn't like. What's your questioned. most embarrassing moment in life then? Since you're the Mystique. Ooh. <laughs> what uh, color underwear gonna... are you wearing? Gray. <laughs> <laughs> with hearts. 
<laughs> Four, uh, five, or six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This this is a little awkward for me. I'm not really a talking to the mic kind of podcast guy, so I feel you. I'm the same. You know, way. <laughs> uh, it's just not really um, something I do. I'm a pretty private person. I like to stay private, so even just doing this is huge <laughs> leaps and bounds for me. He's doing good though. He's all right. We're all just right. here to support Kev. <laughs> Precisely. All right. So that's the last time I try to pass it because I'm trying to equal it all. Out. <laughs> all right. All right. Well then, well then, let me ask a different question. What is your Favorite most embarrassing moment about Kev? Ooh, this will be great. He'll love because it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> far too many to even delve into that. Come on, now, we can say the same about <laughs> our Kevin. Bang. So come on, I, there's got to be one. I got to hear. This. Honestly, I I don't know if I could get one right off the top of my head. There's probably too many. Most memorable. We'll go with that. I'm embarrassed a lot when I'm just out in public <laughs> with him. That is true. Just constantly <laughs> screaming cunt and. <laughs> Swear words in front of kids. You know, we need to go to the bar together. You we'll know get funny? along. You were the first one to drop that before I did. <laughs> Just now. <laughs> right. But now that the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh no. So oh, let me boy. let me let me let me spin this real quick. I mean, that was that's pretty much the gist of what the fuck we got going on out here. Um, and there's plenty to talk about. But um, something that I really want to know from your end, man, is um, I, this is uh, um, forgive me if this isn't correct, but five or six years for you guys. Yeah, this is the fifth year. Five years. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it had to start somewhere. Like, where was it starting, and where? Like, like, I also kind of want to know how you've ad- applied the podcast and adapted it in a business sense, and 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 from from the business angle. Yeah, so the I mean, it all started by throwing a show, right? And and um uh, then media and the way the social media is going and um you know, you need to be kind of relevant consistently if people are going to really receive your message because, you know, the first couple of times shit just bounces off of you, right? So for us, throwing a bunch of shows and trying to give all these bands opportunities in a place where there was only opportunities for them to get fucked. Um there's a lot of information that we need them to know, which they don't have common sense. It's just not a thing anymore because you can just ask Google, right? So you don't have to retain any information. And so really it was trying to make our job easier. <laughs> you know, like the the whole point of starting the podcast for us was, hey, like listen to this information that you should know and it's going to make you a better artist. It's going to make your shows more successful. It's going to make it easier for you to go out and network. But all at the same time, that doesn't just apply to a band. That applies to really any small business. It's like if you don't go out there and do it, it's not going to come and fucking happen to you. you 100%. Know? Yeah. Um, and so it's really been a great tool for us to you know, speak our mind and like, you know, the people who really want to you know, learn and put their money where their mouth is and try to get to be a better artist, get to that next level. They can you know, pull value from every episode where you know, we bring in different people and we have different opinions and we have different perspectives. So it's not just everything that we're saying either, you know, which I think is really beneficial. No, it's like you want to be the conduit for giving the, giving an opportunity or offering an opportunity for someone who you vastly, hopefully vastly respect and, and to allow them, yeah, that, that chance to, 
you know, bust some chops, but also like drop a couple of pearls for you every now and then. And yeah, yeah. you know, and and the, and the other thing is, is you know, most people aren't going to use it anyways. So it's like <laughs> it, 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 it's it's never a worry of giving away too much because most people aren't going to get off their couch and do it anyways. It's why they're sitting at home listening to the podcast because they're trying to figure out like they're looking for something to motivate them and inspire them. And like, and while that's great and all, like. If you're not already motivated and inspired, it's not going to come from a podcast. Like that's got to come from sure. a drive that you have. You know, like I don't. I've never listened to something and just been like, "Oh my god, I'm going to go change the world" because of that statement. You know, like that's something I already want to do, and so those statements can help. You know, um, but again, that's like the podcast world for for me is everybody is able to articulate their point of view in a way that. Anybody can listen to it whenever they want. And so I think that's the coolest fucking thing that we have. Yeah, the documentation of it all. Yeah. And, I mean, you can go back and look. Hey, that was, look at look at what. Wow, I grew a lot last year. You know, look at episode. Sure. D- and it's just crazy. Sure, so. yeah. You sprinkle you sprinkle in uh, an episode every now and then. Especially ones that you're like, oh, God, that was garbage. Like, <laughs> like either. I don't know, man. Have you have you had some rough ones? I had one. So we, yes. we come in here we don't, we don't and we record once a month month right we come in and we record our four podcasts at the same time um and one time it, it was so bad that we only did three and we came back the next month and did five because it was just not the day to be recording podcasts um, Dude, I, I, I find i find especially because you you chat with a lot of like like businessmen and stuff too uh, yeah which yeah. is super cool like um i i vividly uh uh, paid attention to like, like the the you did one a couple months ago that was like five things to not do on the road or to do on the road or something, and I was yeah. just like, that's about what I'm about to deal with. Let's fucking yeah. take, check that out. You know, it's I like, had a couple I, people that were that were into that, just like touring tips. Yeah, and, and, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. learned all that shit from doing a DIY, DIY touring. You know, basically, the exact same same thing that you did described you, at the beginning of this. Did you apply any of those to your team? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Did they all work? I'll be honest with you. Did they all work? No, none of them work. Are, your, is, your info sucks. Is the stuff we're spewing, is it like legit? Well, like I'll say I'll say this. Um I don't I don't remember a lot of them, but I definitely well, No, wait a minute. Here, let me finish. Here's the reason that fuck that damn it. <laughs> no, no. Um uh, the reason was because as they were chugging along, I was like Oh, that's yeah. That's fucking common sense. That's good. That's good to say. But like, that was the plan already. So it was encouraging. Yeah. If anything, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, and that, well, that's the thing. Most people yeah. don't have that common sense. Like, I think uh, uh, it's not a it's, should well, be called honestly, uncommon sense now. All of our not, podcast episodes are just common sense. Yeah, sure. and, and, sure. it's, and yeah. again, I think that's kind of what the point is. Like, it, when you hear something that you're already kind of thinking, it just solidifies that okay, that's the way to go. And so, yeah. you know. At the same time, a lot of people aren't thinking that way. And I, I think sometimes people just need to hear what they're already thinking mm-hmm. as like a way of reinforcement. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally. Yeah, to well, dude, I mean, look, that's 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 life, right? I mean, you 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 go grab a beer with your buddy, and you're just like, hey, man, like, I don't know. This makes sense up here, but what do you think? I'm thinking about fucking that redhead. And, and, <laughs> no, crazy yeah, redheads, No, don't right. do it. And, and if your buddy's like, hey, man. like I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah, if your buddy's <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm glad you said that. I wouldn't if I were you. You know? like, when, yeah. like And then you make a decision. And then and you still do it anyways. You know? And I just wanted to ask your opinion. Because like, I wanted to see if dude, I had to compete you even with lift you. Her? That's the next question right there. <laughs> um, so... I mean, you know, I, I, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely have some rough ones, and especially like what I was getting at was, um, 
with talking to musicians like most of the time. Oh, oh yeah, I, dude, I, I've there had are some, some awkward motherfuckers, man. There's, and like, there's some that just—it's crazy that they like don't have charisma. Like we do an artist spotlight thing too, that we do a video interview and we we chat with somebody, and you know we end up we cut it up, make it, but. Some people are like, we'll ask them a question and they just answer it. One word answer. No. And then I'm like, all right, I, I uh, was next a, question. I, we wanted to get to know you, not like check a yes and no box here. Yeah. And- no, what do you, what do you do? Cause I know obviously you do podcasts. Do you, when it's that awkward that it just answer with one question, do you just like continue asking them another thing or do you kind of like, Oh, I'll force know. It out of Look, them. okay. So, like, I'll know real quick if this motherfucker's gonna be engaging. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you 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 pick it up pretty fast, right? Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. And and I think like the, the I, I have to I have to do this to you to know how often <laughs> this has happened to you too. So you know, like you just just ask me just because it's not just the one word answer. It's what it happens exactly after that. And for everybody that just consumes this uh, listening, um, I'm sorry, but but go go ahead and just. Ask, I don't care. Ask me something. So, like, what made you want to be in a band? Um, well, I, you know, I, 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 I play bass. So, so what do you like about the bass guitar? See, you ask too fast. <laughs> like, see, what they'll do is just, I like to play the bass. Oh, and they'll just stare at and you for just a second. And they're looking at you like, well, it's clearly your turn now. <laughs> and you're just like, you gave me two things, motherfucker. Like, hey, like wait. Ah, yeah. So you did the right, but see, yeah. John's yeah, a yeah, seasoned yeah, yeah. Mr. Safari over yeah. here is a seasoned vet, and he was just like, "That ain't enough." I'm gonna ask another one. Bam, yeah. rapid fire. <laughs> hey, wait, is that not enough? I gotta pull this one out. I mean, I just last week interviewed Nolan, so it, it, I had a little <laughs> bit of practice. <laughs> well, it, it'll crack me up too because uh, I, you know, man, um, you know, my following is very modest, but it, it, it's so encouraging when I do get to hear from mostly friends of mine that that do follow my podcast, uh, which again is called the Indecent Exposure Podcast, um, and and it just. It cracks me up when they'll be like, "Hey, man, I I listened to the one with that guitar player." Man, you should you should let people talk more. I'm like, if they fucking were talking, I wouldn't have had to say shit. Like, it's, it's not like you think I want to sit there and jerk myself off for a fucking hour and a half. You're out of your mind. And while someone else sits there and just stares at you, dude. Like, like, uh, like. Okay, I'm. A, oh man, I'm gonna say this. I'll be your voyeur. Like, I'll be honest. I'll be. I'll be honest, man. I, I this podcast has given me the opportunity to meet some of my heroes. And um, I thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for somebody like that. Yeah, right. That was that. Now was Drew's favorite part of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, like man, I got to I got to meet fucking Michael League of Snarky Puppy and sit with him for like forty five minutes in a green room of a club that I got to play with my seven piece fusion band the next week. Like it was just like fucking surreal, and. Uh, I had to like drag things out of that man. And <laughs> and 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 I mean look, I mean very eccentric, very brilliant clearly. I don't know if you're familiar with their work, but um I don't know. I I know how blasphemous this sounds, but I I consider Michael League to be like our generation's uh Zappa. Like I truly do. Hmm. He's uh he's an amazing uh an amazing composer. Like there's just not another way to say it. Um if anybody's not hip with those guys, holy fuck, yeah. Um, uh, 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 they the, um, excuse me, the um, the fuck am I trying to say? Um, <laughs> the uh, the the label ground up. 
uh, is um, Michael League's label. Again, the band's name is Snarky Puppy. They're, uh, they're out of New York. And yeah, man, they do some amazing things. But anyway, as a bass player, uh, a fellow bass player and a bass player that was a band leader, um, just being able to sit with that guy and all the music that, that he's given me that inspired me was fucking amazing. And yeah, man, he was just like very, very, very nice. And his team was amazing. And he was there with his vocalist, Malika Terillian, and But they were just, just just these both like nerdy jazz cats that like I just couldn't get enough out of them because I wanted so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want to talk to them. And well, especially if it's somebody that you've looked up to forever. You're like, you're like oh, I can't believe I'm doing this right yeah. now. Like you've got a fucking billion questions that you want to ask them and you definitely don't have enough time to ask like the day that john met gore well i was actually just about to ask him. i was like who would it be for, who like who who'd you get to sit across that you were just like this is half this is like a month of prep and this and you know it wasn't on the podcast but yeah it was a, a warp tour we went and did some interviews with bands after their set um and it was actually gore we did right before their set because they have to be all in, in their you also did the pirate band what um hailstorm but yeah he came out in pajamas it was way less climatic you know it was like ah. <laughs> I was expecting a pirate. Yeah. And oh, you're in pajamas with stormtroopers. Like, what the fuck? When else would you be like, oh, man, somebody walking out in, in footies and their ass hanging out <laughs> is not what I was actually hoping for. I really wanted the pirate outfit. Like, who the fuck has right? ever said that? Uh, I just did right now. And uh, I, I would say it again because I was expecting a fucking pirate. Like, when I interviewed Guar, <laughs> I got the motherfuckers from space. Like, yeah, I, they, I got were, space they were orcs. in all costumes. They were playing around they're like all right dude, let's start this this dude has 30 people in front of him like I, watching i, I him, never like, do like live interviews in front of people right so like it's always just me and who i'm interviewing and that's cool as fuck like but i had like 30 or 40 other people I, like just watching me do this interview and it was the most awkward situation i've ever been in my life and before this i'm like john here's a paper with all the notes for guar like i did research the day before and oh. i didn't look at it and whatsoever like, fuck this. i'm and he all just like, it out and <laughs> the dude's fucking antlers hitting me in the hat while I'm trying to talk to him. And, and I, uh. I even called him that morning and said, "This is the story of Guar." <laughs> if Kevin, you Kevin go sees them like this. every time they come, oh, yeah. so and I've never seen Guar until like after I interviewed him, they went on stage and then I saw him. Right, oh, so yeah. I'd yeah. never actually seen a live Guar show. I of called him. I, the I video, called him but. bright and early. I gave him the whole lowdown. I'm like, "Do not try and play out of this character with Guar because yeah. they will eat you alive." <laughs> Was a month like, later, I watched the interview, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was oh. fucking awesome. Everybody laughed at it, and that's the point, right? They, they paid attention. They laughed. They didn't leave. Uh, they laughed at me, not Guar, but it's okay. It was fun. <laughs> do, you, do, you ever, do you ever travel for guests? Um, no, not, we haven't yet, yet, no. Yeah. See, that's been – this is a little inside. Like, uh, That's been the best thing for me was like being able to mobilize my shit. Um, I have it just all, all my gears in a backpack. I bring however many mic stands I need. And I've found that the response, um, is far easier if you can like, especially if I'm trying to get like a touring musician, yeah. um, a, to not have them have to go out of their way for anything. And then B like, I totally get like, who is this creepy motherfucker that like wants me to come to a studio? You know what I mean? Like, like I, I get the angle of that. So I'm like, I'll bring it to your environment. Like, I'm fine coming to you. Um, and it's worked, man. Um, but I also know. What's the weirdest place you've recorded a podcast? I mean, I've done. Uh, I've done one. Um, <laughs> 
I've done one in a dildo shop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you had a sponsorship with you. You're going to talk about after that. This podcast brought to you by Fleshlight. <laughs> um, and they, they could pay well, you know. So dude, that's, that's you get a flashlight. You get a flashlight. Oh, we're Oprahing the flashlights today. <laughs> All of our listeners, you also don't get a flashlight. <laughs> um, who wouldn't want one anyway? Uh, no. <laughs> No, um, you know, I think I think uh, the, the only interesting spot was uh, an actual like rehearsal space in uh, in like a rehearsal space, you know, like in um, in an apartment built like an old rundown, like old apartment building that, you know, people are renting out like 500 bucks a month. And occasionally yeah. people sleep there when they're, they're late on their house note or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, but that was still fun, man. Like it was whatever the fuck was going on in that place that night. Um, I was uh, podcasting with this uh, insanely talented band uh, called Nasty Snacks out of Chicago. Um, they're um, just like fucking pocket R&B, um, great fusion stuff. I mean, just beasts of players. Um, and uh, yeah, I, but nowhere uncomfortable. I, I can't, man. I don't. I don't think anywhere like creepy. Well, shit. We fucked up and took you to the nice studio with the water view. You really we did. We should have made this shit creepy. Fuck. I, I told you, man. I told you this was. <laughs> could have done this at the doll hut. We could have done this in my in my garage with yeah. like lights and fog. Hey, and the, hey! Uh, if you boys want to record <laughs> another one, the van's sitting out there. We there we go. The van. There we go. <laughs> I've done. It's, I've done it's too hot outside today. Before. those are fun. So so you <laughs> so you haven't you haven't had the chance to like. I mean, I guess the format's definitely a little different. Yeah, but, but and, and I mean, I I don't want to do a podcast you. anywhere else. Like, I get to look at this. Well, no, no, no. So. But I mean, like being able to like like I mean, you know, sit. With, I don't know. Like, who would be who? Give me, give me like three names right now. Where you're like, if I worked hard enough, either built this in a certain way, or just like communicated enough appropriately with this person, these three people, these are people who I would just like for my jollies like to fucking talk to. That's a good question. The number one person, Shep Gordon. That's who I'd want to have on the show. Word. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. I know the name. He was Al- He is still Alice Cooper's manager, but oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. started yeah. the Food Network. He told Emerald to do the band. Yeah, he did yeah, yeah. so much different shit. But uh, that would be the number one person I'd want to fucking interview. Like, how did you make the? You know, like all right, who's on that now? Yeah, who's on that? That's gonna be me. Uh, <laughs> Good. Looking at you. Yeah, that's, gonna gonna be you. that's how it should. Yeah, because if I want it to happen, I got to do it. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Remember that. If you want to do it, you got to do it. I agree with that a hundred percent, dude. And and something that a lot of people uh, would be surprised to hear, um, like when I have attempted um, like reaching out, like really my only other like significant guest for uh, for the couple years I've been doing this would uh, I dude I grew up an Umphreys guy. Like all day, every day, and uh, I got to sit down with Brendan Bayless of Humphreys McGee, and that was fucking awesome. Um, and and like when I when people would find out that I released that episode, they're like, "How'd you do that?" I was like, "A year and a half of emailing his people, like a fucking year and a half, you know." And and any uh, even even like like guys that I would humbly consider my peers. Um, in Chicago, even that's like maybe three or four months lining something up. Like there's there's so much more involved um, to to do that, and and understanding that you need to have patience for something like that, um, not getting discouraged when that that band comes to town and you won't really want to talk to their guitar player, and it doesn't work out. Well, 
they're going to tour again. So fucking keep your eyes peeled and know when they're coming into town next. I mean, dude, I'll sit, I'll sit with Jam Bass for a couple hours a week and just like scroll through. It was like, which one of these motherfuckers do I want to hang out with? And then I'll hopefully in a year line it up. <laughs> you know? Well, and I mean, everything that you want to do takes longer than you want it to. So it's patience. It's, yeah. You just got to keep going. Did you, uh, did you, were, were like, like who, who, like why, why, why this medium? Like, do you, do you, are you a fan of podcasting as like no. a consumer? No, I, I consume very little content aside from stand up comedy and music. Fuck yeah, dude. We're going to the yeah. fucking comedy store tonight, baby. Hell yeah. I've been dying to who do it. Who are you seeing? Um, who are the headliners that are going to be up there tonight? Uh, it's just their 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 Thursday night show, but uh, um, I think it was uh, Rogan who I can't fucking wait. Um, Tom Papa, um, Eric Griffin, um, David Spade. There was a couple more, a couple that, yeah. that I recognized. Uh, Saratiana, I think. Um, yeah, do you roll over there? No, I, I I don't really go to LA ever. <laughs> I'm not a fan of LA. Okay. It's just it costs too much money and takes too much time. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean that's true. I you know, it's called Orange County Music League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, just even as like a stand up. Yeah. Like you know. No, no, I mean not really. Mm-hmm. I don't go to a lot of stand up. I just like that's what I watch at home and smoking a bowl. <laughs> so I I love it. I, I, love I mean I enjoy going. I just don't do it enough. Yeah. You know. How I, old are you? 28. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Come on. Go live it. Go do some shit. I mean, we need to go do it, but we should just... I, th- then I just go like, oh, I'm just going to book it, and then I'll watch it. And that's, <laughs> it. <laughs> and, and that, that's, that's equally as fun. But um, five, five years now, huh? Five years. I'm, I'm three deep. I'm three deep. A little over. A little over. What... Um, what so I mean, I'm assuming you've been in plenty of bands, right? Sure. Like, what was like the best moment you had on stage? <laughs> the most like this is what I wanted to feel type of. You know what, man? Um, I think. I think if you're doing it right, that that need that happens every time you play, and I'm not really trying to be cheesy. I mean it, like, um, and it doesn't always work out, and you straight up chase that fucking dragon once you get it, man, like, like, once, <laughs> I'm serious, dude, it's true, like, like, they're, they're just, I, we're, I forget who, who the fuck were we talking with about this recently, um, it was on this trip, so it's only been within the last, like, week and a half, but, um, because you're you're you don't really play, right? No. You know, yeah, just a which, which is amazing because like we need people like you. <laughs> yeah, half the <laughs> you know, team doesn't. Play. Yeah, yeah like, man. Every all four of us in here right now, none of us. Yeah. play. I mean, which is why this has evolved to cameras <laughs> and nice mics and yeah. all this shit because you're not pumping it into a band that's going nowhere. Like. <laughs> 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 Buying gear that you don't fucking need, like that's that's why this works. Well, right, hey, this hey, makes sense I, now. I play bass as well, but I'm all about the effects and making weird sounds. Yeah, no, so you're I sitting there going, I need this phaser pedal. Yeah, why? I don't know. Just do you, listen to it for one tune. My, for <laughs> one tune, to my three-hour set, it's gonna make that transition. Don't. Do yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, honestly, man, like I, I think, I think the. Um, this is sort of going to answer your question. I feel that the you the that moment of euphoria of the p- 
pocket is deep. Um, maybe maybe Depke's melting some fucking faces on on that Les Paul that he's got. Uh, and and Aaron and I are locked in, and it's just like whether 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 it's these guys or, or other cats that you play with. If as a professional musician, as a as a performer, the the ability to curb that euphoria and not let it just fucking take you and and the second the second you you lose focus is at least for me is when i fuck up and and it's the challenge of channeling this this energy this 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 fucking oh that's just raw connection between other people in 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 a moment where it does mean something because even if there's three people out there I don't know about you I don't like looking like a fucking asshole okay <laughs> so I need to be able to pull off my role and my job and the ability to just harness that that sensation of joy and and euphoria yet continue to execute your role as a band member is one of the most incredible challenging beautiful things that i experience in life and i'm so fortunate that i get to experience on a regular uh, regular basis with fucking players and friends as these guys are and and that also is completely extended out to matt keen because we fucking we miss you brother we 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 miss you we hope we hope you can meet up with us in a, in a couple weeks so yeah man hell I, yeah it, it's it's a thing was, dude. Uh, it's a thing that see now that's how i can tell you're on a podcast and you're an artist because you fucking <laughs> Gave me an answer. You didn't just say, oh, well, <laughs> it was when I was on stage and this and just the lighting was just right and there was 10,000 people and, you know, it was the most people I ever played to. Well, see, the shitty thing is the <laughs> like, most... That's what I'm used to getting, you know? I'll, I'll also <laughs> say, um, th- maybe these guys could answer it a little better because um, the one of the biggest shows that we ever played... Um, um, we opened for uh, this old like uh, 80s, 90s band, Saigon Kick, at uh, one of the dopest rock clubs in Chicago. It was called Reggie's. And uh, I had to sub out for the gig. I was on like fucking traveling. They played to like a sold out like three, 350 seat room, and my dumb ass wasn't anywhere near. So <laughs> maybe, maybe they have a different, maybe it was that night for them. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've played to more, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, well so 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 Aaron <laughs> So so what Aaron's neglecting to really divulge is um he toured extensively with a project called uh, For All I Am. Okay. <clears throat> um music like August yeah. Burns Red. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was gonna touch on the you said um your favorite moment of being on stage or whatever, but um mine I could say the funniest moment was when um, it, this was on our first tour. Um, the manager of the headlining band was very adamant that you could like you can't lose your laminate, and if you do, you're gonna have a consequence. Um, so when we played our hometown show, of course, I lost my laminate, and um, of course, <laughs> right like 30 minutes before we're about to play, he's like, "All right, well, you're wearing this on stage tonight," and it was like a cut off like crop top and these <laughs> tiny shorts. <laughs> And uh, my girlfriend was there. My family was there. And it was, there were like 350 people. And then, um, yeah, the band made me walk out first, and everyone's just screaming and going like they loved it. But uh, yeah, that was that was definitely the funniest moment. Did you try to pull your nuts out of like the? Short they were shorts? they were almost so falling dangling? out when I was playing. Oh, dude, yeah, you they, it, it was it was. <laughs> 
Rough. <laughs> Risque. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And that's how we grew 10,000 followers. <laughs> I should have I sold those after the show. <laughs> Almost went full oh, Lenny Kravitz over there. Whipped him off and them. threw him out in the crowd. There you go. <laughs> let, let me, John, let me ask you this, man. What, how, how with social have, like, I've found that with the podcast, it is a completely different animal as opposed to, like, promoting a band. Well, yeah, because it's not the same thing, right? Well, like, of course. We're not, we're not, we don't want you to, like, love this song. And so it... You don't have to worry about how good it is every time as long as it's consistent. You know, like, you know, like we're talking about, you can have a shitty episode as long as, you know, the next 12 aren't shitty too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but how have you, like, utilized it? Yeah. Like, promotion wise. Like, promoting, promotion wise? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really use the podcast to promote anything. Yeah. Except for, you know, good ideas and, and common sense shit, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, because it's tricky, right? You know, we, we have to think about when the episode comes out because we sure. record multiple at a time and so you don't get the best promo out of it but um i think it really wraps people back around to like oh they like a fucking podcast then they're gonna go check out your website yeah and then they're gonna check out some other stuff if they like as long as they got some kind of value out of it then they're gonna be like oh maybe there's more like let's go check it out sure and so you know promoting a band also is a little bit more personal i think than a podcast because, like, you really have to talk to people. Like, I'm not... We don't talk to our followers as much as, like, a band needs to talk to their followers, That's right? That's true, yeah. Um, not saying that you shouldn't. We should. Probably. We actually, we actually encourage it. We have discussion groups on Facebook and all of our social media about this. Like, what do you want to hear? Yeah. We get nothing, but, you know, we'll find shit. <laughs> you if know, we go yeah, Facebook I, Live, they want to know about our penis size. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, and of course, the stuff that yeah, we're no, not normally talking about, right? So yeah. maybe if we talked about just that, they'd ask us music yeah, questions. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Our <laughs> podcast will blossom into something amazing if yeah, we just talk about our that's penis. That's true, too, because like, if you are talking about your penis, no. Um, <laughs> like, it, yeah. What do you want to know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You snipped? Oh, wrong. Indeed. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you, do, do you wish oh, you weren't? Here we go. That was my next question. Uh, I don't know. I've never known any other way. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just say it's, it's like, supposed it's to like, have a lot more sensation if you got the, if you got the hood then on My top parents the robbed helmet. me at a young age. Yeah, that's fucked up. Are you Jewish? Back. No. <laughs> no? No? No, I was raised as a Protestant. Word, word. Carpet matching drapes? Uh, no, I shave. Oh, good boy. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, you're a smart man. You're a smart man. I try to be nice to the ladies. What color is it? Is it like purple or more like red <laughs> at the tip? Pink. Dude, don't fuck. Yeah, with pink. Dude, he's rolling with, with these Kevin, punches. Kevin like and it. Kevin. This is like the new show. <laughs> he's rolling with these Kevin punches. and Kmart, dude. No. I'm, wait, <laughs> what? Uh, my day job, I have everybody call me Kmart. Why? It's Kevin uh, Martin. All the work, half the price. <laughs> 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 See, you're devaluing yourself right off the bat. <laughs> I work for several companies that devalue me. <laughs> man, he's dropping some <clears throat> hints over here, boys. Rhino, <clears throat> baby, Rhino. Mm. Oh man, we we were going somewhere with that before. I don't know before. where the hell it's going though. <laughs> it's definitely gone. It's all good. See, two pros just uh, yeah, just off the rails. Media. Don't don't uh, let the yeah, yeah, don't yeah. let the comedy guy fucking well, slam you. Well, that's what always happens, isn't it? Um, actually, you know what? I do have a question because you keep talking about the music styles that are in your area, but we haven't gone into it. What is the main music in Chicago? Fuck. 
Is it, is it like stereotypically like blues? There's a big blues, blues and there's a big punk scene. Is there really? But the right. punk scene's not as prominent anymore, I don't think. I don't know if you go into that much. You True might. Decky, ladies and gentlemen. You might with your... Uh, Dude, that got him out scene. of the box real quick. I'm tired of listening to you guys talk about penis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like EDM is big out there. Yeah. yeah. Is it really? There's, there's like a lot, lot of festivals of and I mean, stuff, that's, that's well, you big got everywhere you got right North now. North Coast right? in yeah. town. That's like, uh, that's like our biggest competition is the club and, you know. Well, those are... I feel like the club scene out here is starting to... Dwindle. dwindle down a little bit. It's it's a it's alive and and kicking in fucking Chi Town, man. Um, you know the, the see, I'm very plugged into the jazz scene in Chicago, so maybe I I might think it's a little bigger than it it might actually be. Um, we doing all right on time? We doing all right? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I, I think I think it, it, it I might see it as larger than it that it really is. I mean, it's definitely not the New York jazz scene, but um, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of solid motherfuckers out of Chicago um, uh, for for that world. And um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, the there's a lot of country bands, but they're all like cover bands. You know what yeah. I mean? Like else with rock bands. Yeah. Yeah, and see, man, like that's like that's something that we've we in Rebel Soul Revival have really built a fucking platform off of is um, is is just the fact that we do play like original tunes. I mean, a lot. I mean, we've with a handful of covers, man. We've we've got a solid three hours. That I mean, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of tunes that are four minute song. I mean, I until right before this this. this tour kicked off. I was I uh, I I'd led a seven piece fusion project uh, called Crisp out of Chicago uh, for like four years, and um, just too many things were fighting me with the damn thing, and uh, I decided that I was just going to focus on RSR and and put it down um, at least for uh, at least for a while. Um, you'd like this. Our debut album was called How Many People Can You Bring. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd i'd been dying to use that as a record nice. title yeah 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 um <laughs> um and well how many um seven okay that's seven. how many the people in the band, in the band? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's i wish everybody was that honest because that's what it is the drummer uh, on facebook still says maybe <laughs> <laughs> so um so anyway so yeah man i mean um you know just to commit and just and just play like original tunes and um it, it's 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 a smaller world of that because a, a lot of guys, man, you, you know how it is. They'll they're they're jobbing and and they're they're doing corporate gigs and they're making great money, but um, they all dress like they're in the eighties and they play. You know what I mean? And and I honestly I have nothing against that. Um, I may get to that point one day uh, for what uh, I want to do, but. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm really. I was telling the fellows on the ride into town here that, that this has already been really fucking amazing, um, despite the tribulations that we've been dealing with thus far already. Um, and uh, I believe in this project, man. Um, I mean, I've been playing bass for like 16 years, 17 years now, and I've never had something that I felt was as viable as Rebel Soul Revival, especially under. Um, under the guidance of Keen and and um, you know 
what he brings to the table and uh, for the project. And hell yeah, man! Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see you guys tomorrow. Dude, and, I was yeah, gonna ask you if you're gonna fun. be around, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna show up like right when your set starts because I'm going to the Ducks game beforehand. So. Fucking a, dude. Um, be great. We won't be so far out of context then because we're playing an all ska night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude, hey, you know, yeah. I was. Gonna, wait, I, I, was gonna I, I say threw that. you I'm guys like, on there because uh, you we, know he's dude, like, hey, just, we need a no, we need not a date, hate, and I was hate. like, fuck we're, it, dude, let's put are, some ska with the blues. I think the ska kids are gonna maybe dude, we're start just so writing happy. something new at the end of this night. We're just so <laughs> we're we're so grateful, man. We we saw it and we're like, man, we can we can uh, speed everything up like thirty BPM, right? Let's just be a ska band for the night. Yeah, yeah, no. Man, we again, we were so grateful that you guys were able to toss us um, yeah. on some opportunities out here, and um, it, it wouldn't have felt right having you on the podcast and not seeing your band when you're in California. It just doesn't. That's yeah. that's killer, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever make your way up to Chicago? Um, I, not not yet. It'll it'll happen. Need 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 to make the trip, man. Yeah. Come in, come in. Uh, I gotta come, come in the in summer like though. I'm not trying to come like right now where it's fucking snowing. Yeah, come. <laughs> you gotta come in like May, springtime. When when everything the temperature's just right and and all the all everything's bloomed and it's what's beautiful. the humidity level? Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I got family in Minnesota. I know. Look, um, <laughs> oh, don't you know? He knows. May May May's probably still a good bet. April. <laughs> I'll be honest. April April you could they could still get like a two week cold snap in the teens out of nowhere and then yeah, kill it, every. Well, at least you guys stopped started. at the right time here. Usually during that time, it's 115 outside. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. It's been really hot this week. It's like 90 on my way over here. But um, you know, is there anything else that yeah, uh, you'd just, like to leave with with the podcast before we wrap this one up? Um. You know, uh, we're we're really stoked to uh, be um, be out here and still plugging away, um, and we're so grateful for 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 you guys, man. Seriously, thank you to yeah, all, all you cats for for putting us on for this. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I guess the only other thing that we where really... can people find your yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, and your yeah. music, and everything? Yeah, word. So um, that's 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 yeah, just leading. You're into telling that one thing. professional yeah. to another, like how oh. to end. The... Yeah, uh, <laughs> you like, don't know what you're doing. I got <laughs> this. I got this, man. <laughs> Um, no, nah, man, he's guiding. That's right. it's yeah. good. It's good. Um, <laughs> so uh, we just we tracked a uh, our debut album, self titled Rebel Soul Revival, at uh, the one and only Ivy Lab Studios in Chicago, Illinois, under uh, the guidance of the the wizard that is Mr. Christopher Harden, um, Grammy nominated engineer, co owner of the studio. Um, it's it's an amazing place. I cut my crisp record there. Um, and the second I worked uh, with Harden, I knew that um, that I wanted to be around that guy more. And it's where Umphreys cut all their all their albums. Um, I actually ran into those guys while I was there, which was just like a highlight of my life. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man, just like we knew that that this this record, we've had a couple EPs out, and um, and and we we stand by the material, and we 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 uh, got great. Um, tracks out of what we did but we also knew that like we couldn't keep fucking around anymore like it wasn't uh it wasn't the buddy with the basement that uh can hook us up for cheap but like still give us good enough work for what we pay for is like like nah man like this is this is it like let's let's if we're gonna do this let's do it right and uh so we uh we tracked that back in october yeah, middle of October. Um, we released our single, uh, and uh, it's uh, actually just the video of, uh, of our first single off of that record um, called Don't Knock It just a couple days ago. 
Uh, you can find that um, at rebelsoulrevival.com. Uh, we are at Rebel Soul Revival on all social platforms. Um, mostly uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram is where we're mostly rocking. And um, and uh, the, our current EP, Soul, uh, is available on uh, all streaming platforms. Um, um, y- you know, the gamut of all that. And, um, yeah, man, we're, we're hoping to release this album in uh, March, April, somewhere around there. And... Um, it's going to be the best piece of work that uh, we've we've done yet. Um, you know, the the bulk of the group has been together for about two years now, and um, and we're just man, we're, we we believe we believe in what we're doing, and uh, we're we're trying to uh, we're trying to show others um, the you know what what we're packing, um, and so we're very excited to release that record. So that's where you can find RSR. Um, you can find. Um, the Indecent Exposure Podcast uh, at Indecent Podcast um, on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can find, uh, you can email me, and uh, I don't know. We could talk dicks, or um, you could uh, you could tell me <laughs> you could tell me uh, you know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. That you think John is a far superior uh, podcast host than myself. <laughs> um, uh, at uh, the uh, Indecent Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, trying to think. Uh, I'm uh, the my episodes are all available on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google, Google Play, and um, and the Podcast Addict app because I was an Android user for a while and I needed to get me some fucking podcasts. Um, so we're <laughs> so we're up there too. Um, and how about for my people? Uh, um, same with you guys. Yeah. Right? So I mean, you can find everything at our website, which is ocml.us. It'll lead you to everywhere. Um, but you know, the podcast is on iTunes. It's on FeedBurner. It's on pretty much everywhere you can get a podcast. Um, I didn't never heard about that Dick Podcast Addict app, but uh, I guess I have an iPhone, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it came in clutch when I was an Android guy. Um, yeah. Super, just punching the what is it, the RSS feed or whatever. Yeah, yeah and then you're golden. Yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you can find everything that we do uh, ocml.us. Um, it'll bring you to all of our socials. You can just look up Orange County Music League. You'll figure it out. But um, it's been fun having you guys on. Uh, excited for tomorrow. Mr. Safari, thank you. And hopefully yep, for you. Uh, your listeners, this wasn't uh, too long because I know they typically flirt with the 20-minute mark. And yeah. I just don't know how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we stopped at 20 minutes because usually I can't shut the fuck up. So uh, we're going to both shut the fuck up now. And we're going to leave you with a song from Rebel Soul Revival called Chase Me. Now if you chase me, you better beware. going to be out I can't worry about the bedtime. I'm much too busy getting by. My friends don't trip upon them bedtime. We must too busy getting high. Try to tell us how we're living, baby. Just just right over. Mm-hmm. Where well, if this how you living, baby? We just keep talking along.